Hello and welcome to an evening at the Quill and Tankard. <laughs> an evening at the Quill and Tankard with the hosts of the Maester Monthly podcast, the moderators of the Song of Ice and Fire subreddit. We are spending the evening together to discuss the season eight trailer, the trailer for the final season of Game of Thrones. Um, we're probably going to spend about 10 hours discussing every single frame. So strap in, get yourself a big bucket of popcorn, um, a jug of water. I am one of your hosts, Michael, also known as Bookshelf Stud. And I am another one of your hosts, Eliana, also known as Glass Table Girl. And I am another one of your hosts, Matt, also known as Joe Magician. Hey, y'all. I'm fellow moderator and sometimes guest, Fat Walda. Another one of the hosts. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, usually we have a, so all this preamble and shit that we do at the beginning. But no, this time we are jumping straight into that sweet, sweet hashtag content. So today, March the 5th of the year of our Lord, 2019, the, the trailer for season eight of Game of Thrones drops. The first trailer, maybe, if there's more. Um, it's what, like two minutes long total, I want to say, about? Uh, the title screen, sure. And the, and the add the links at the end, yes. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just shy of two minutes. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's fairly dense. There's a lot to talk about in this trailer. So let's begin with the very first thing, the HBO logo. Now, I don't know about you guys, but... Oh, shit, that's not the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the first thing, but I didn't get a strange screenshot of the HBO logo because everybody knows what that looks like. Yes, so we'll be presenting some helpful visual aids along with our, our insightful discussions today. Um, <laughs> so this is this is the first shot of the trailer, right? This is Arya. She's panting. She looks like she's just uh, been chased through the streets of Bravos. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait so we're actually just blowing by the hbo logo like there's a lot of subtle nuance there i'm sorry matt i know this was you know this is hard for you um do you wanna, about. yeah do you want to get hype about hbo for a second no i'm good actually okay as, as the <laughs> notes right. say as the notes say tense music mm. yeah it does start with tense music good call good call mm. uh music continues <laughs> the notes say. <laughs> uh, there's heavy breathing and grunting in this scene so it does <laughs> open up with text that's not great <laughs> oh god oh no so it does i mean this it opens up with aria uh like running she's breathing heavily um later photos will show like like the the blood on her um yeah i don't know what did you so what did you guys make of this it looks like she's in winterfell at the very least maybe in the crypts uh I it kind of looked like she was just running through the castle in general. Gray Area put out a um, breakdown of this, and she she uh, talked about the wall sconces. And everyone knows wall sconces are the ultimate in proof. So they are. It, it kind of seems like Winterfell. I'm I'm curious what what she's running from exactly. Mm. Like a lot of people have thought that the maybe the whites can't get over the walls or get into the crypts for some reason, like Blood Raven's cave or the wall itself. So what's going on that she has to run from? Right. I mean, I know I've seen it suggested that like the dead are being raised from the crypts somehow. Um I'm a strong proponent of that theory. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> because obviously because of the iron swords that Bran took way back in in season two, that really that really just fucked things up for everybody. Bran, you dingle. <laughs> you dingle. He's a ding dong. Yeah. Uh, the other possibility is I don't know if we've I don't I don't think in this trailer we've seen the Golden Company get that far north. But if they like betrayed the Starks and the Alliance of Winterfell in a key moment, maybe that's why she would actually look scared and run. Like she'd be prepared for the whites i guess maybe unprepared for a fight inside winterfell from people that were supposed to be her friends oh yeah sure yeah this does look separate from the scenes we see her fighting later where there appears to be a big battle and smoke and fire mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah that's true we get get that like reddish tinged background later but right? it definitely looks like she's been into something yeah for sure do you have a do you have a good shot of her uh her, here's, her bloody here's face the, I know it might be, yes the running yeah so she's hiding at the beginning still, and then she mm -hmm. takes off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks very much, I don't know, looks like a, like a like a stealth action game. But she's clearly, like, taking some some shots to the noggin here, right? Also the case in a stealth action game, you know, you got a number of hit points. You can get hit in the face a couple of times and still be fine. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a, yeah. This is clearly... She's actually playing like a, a VR video game of the Battle I'm just of the this out there. I would absolutely play like a Shadow of Mordor style game with Arya. That'd be amazing. Oh. Okay, you dude. joke about that, but I did actually wonder if it could be a dream. Oh. Oh, so maybe. Oh, interesting. Probably not, but it's since it seems to be so separate from everything else we see in the trailer. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I since there is a big battle, it doesn't seem crazy to me that she'd be, you know, running at some point, but it is it it does feel very much like John's dreams in the books of running through the crypts or like being trapped in the crypts. Um and I don't know, I mean, Eliana, I think you've noted that, you know, Arya running in tunnels is a thing, right? Yeah, it's something that's kind of been set up about her since like the beginning of the story, right? She's running through the bowels of King's Landing a lot, especially after the Lannisters start, start taking over her family and coming for the Starks. And then they repeated that idea in Bravos, where she's running from the Waif. And after running through all of the different parts of Venice, she decides to jump. <laughs> Amsterdam. Oh, I'm sorry. Amsterdam. <sighs> My bad. New Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. Speaking of HBO. Hey. This is the new wire scene. No, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they repeated all of that in Bravos, and she leads them underground and fights the waif right in mm. pitch dark. And here it's obviously very dark again. The long night come again, or like I don't know, the medium-sized night, because <laughs> presumably there's some sort of victory. Who knows? Let's hope so. Yeah. And the long night is going to be its own show. That's that's a very good point. They don't want to don't want to spoil that IP coming up. Um. All right. What's our What's our next image? Well, so or, interspersed. Or, yeah. Interspersed between uh, the shots of Arya running, mm. we have some other things. So. Oh. Our sweet cinnamon roll. Oh, Davos. Sweet Davos. Davos. What a lovely boy. There's not much to say about that except that we just all love him and support him. We want him to know that. He's like hunched over. He's yeah. He, you know what? He looks like the 
way he looked on the boats at Blackwater. Like he's like pacing, um, <laughs> you know, looking kind of nervous about this whole situation. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Thinking of what would Stannis do? Never so mind. there's... <laughs> <laughs> So there's the voiceover here as well, where you hear Arya begin with her part of dialogue. She says, I know death. Oh, no. While Davos is on screen. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, does that mean something? <laughs> Please, no. And then there's more shots of Arya running. Mm. Yep. Um, you can oh. see at 13 seconds that she yep. has the obsidian dagger in her hand that ah. comes up later in the trailer. Nice. I don't think I got a good shot of it here, but you can see it. So then, you know, obviously it makes you wonder if like this is really just a like a tense action scene of her hiding in the crypt from like a walker that somehow infiltrated the 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 castle or something, right? Like Yeah, it is kind of strange that she's running through what looks like three different corridors and sees nobody in a castle that should be bristling with like soldiers mm. and guards and people. So yeah. where's everybody else here? Great. Yeah. Yeah, they all dead. Mm. I mean, honestly, we expect many, many characters to die, and I don't. Dude, does anybody yeah. really think Winterfell's going to survive this season? I mean, I like that. Yeah, because the big battle they they have said explicitly, like this is not a secret or a spoiler or anything, that the big battle that is going to happen in episode three of six. Um. And so, you know, you'd assume there's like three more episodes worth of story after that. So the walkers can't be like 100% defeated. So you'd assume that, I, I don't know. Yeah, like. I kind of assume that Winterfell will, it could fall, but I think it's going to be rebuilt again, probably by the end of the season, especially mm -hmm. if we still have some Stark standing. Because... Mm -hmm. I think that Winterfell has been presented within the story as like an objective correlative when it comes to House Stark, when yeah. an objective correlative is like, it's very much like a symbol in a story that, but it is doing multiple things in which it shows the state of like X thing and is representing some other thing while also being an object that is driving the plot and the story forward. So Winterfell is represents House Stark, right? It's mm -hmm. a wonderful, lively, strong place. A little bit broken. We have the broken tower and we see that brokenness in Ned and then it it falls and as it falls, you know, all the Starks are scattered to the wind. Some of them start dying, but then we see them start rebuilding and of course there's that awesome moment, right? Where they like drop the Stark banners and like, we did yeah. And, and oh. then Winterfell looks so triumphant in that moment again and if there is a House Stark, then there will be a Winterfell. It, it's this it's the house of house stark right like it's the physical structure um <laughs> that is the house yeah i think you just quoted thor ragnarok this this could be winterfell sure winterfell is wherever its people go right right <laughs> <laughs> no but winterfell is literally there and, and nowhere else uh is what i'm saying um yeah no interesting right oh okay so now we have we have varus uh, in the crypts, which I didn't even realize they were in the crypts when I watched the trailer. But... See the statues in the background here. Yeah. And on the left side of the screen, uh, I believe the first person I saw who pointed this out was uh, Liza Arbor on Twitter, Chloe. 
friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the cast. Um, that's Sam and Gilly right there, or Little Sam rather, Little Sam and Gilly probably. A little blurry, but if you squint, yeah. you can kind of make it out. You um, know when, when you look at them all like this and you think of the statues in the background as wax figures, everyone else looks like a wax figure too. Wow. That's profound. It's powerful stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, this is clearly the civilians hiding out during the battle, right? Like, yeah, this is the uh, throne room of King's Landing. Maybe Cersei <laughs> somehow is off there still drinking and taunting Sansa. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's the Magers hold fast. It's, I mean, uh, super Helm's Deep vibes. Like they've talked about Helm's Deep in the interviews about the this season and how it's been an inspiration, but like the civilians hiding in the caves of Helm's Deep. Um, I mean, this is that like, <laughs> it just is. That's true. And, um, I hope we'll see the ride of the Rohirrim out of the Hornburg. Is there a Hornburg in Winterfell? I think they should have a Hornburg. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the broken tower. Um, <laughs> the broken tower. That's the Hornburg. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, one thing about this picture is a lot of people are giving Varys crap for being down there. And like on one hand, yes, he probably should be out fighting. On the other hand, he's Varys. Like, yeah, he's not going to be super useful. No, so like I, 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 I kind of like Janos Slint gets a lot of crap because he actually was a captain or, or the head of the uh, gold cloaks. Varys has never right. been a fighter. Exactly. Yeah. He should be down with the civvies. And if he dies, then that's just another like body for the others to use. Totally. But also, I, yeah, Jano Slint was the head of the gold cloaks, is what you say. I like the aria. What she's saying during this, where it says uh, he has many, he's got many faces, which kind of works for Varys because as a mummer, he does change his face quite a lot. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh. That's a good call. Yeah, the voiceover matches pretty well in some places, doesn't it? That's a good. I would one. say Davos knows death pretty well at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We have more, more Arya running. That is that is Arya. It's a little dark, uh, as all mm. of Game of Thrones is. Um, I really hope the whole season's not not like this dark. <laughs> ah. Then she finishes her quote here. Um, she he's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. Yes, Ooh. and she's holding the obsidian dagger. Uh, clearly before the battle because she's not blood spattered. Um, what do you guys think she's referring to here? Or who is she talking to? And or both? Well, the obvious one is the Night's King. Uh, as a, I mean, like, she's been getting her assassin training, like, for exactly this moment. Like, maybe not directly, but, like, this is her purpose for, like, being trained in, like, a story level. But it's... I don't know. I, I also thought about this and wondering, maybe this is the only way to kill uh, Gregor Clegane, too, since he's basically mm. a white at this point. He took that... Um, that uh that mace to his chest and was like no big deal usually that's uh mm. that's not cool so i mean obvious one's night king but gregor also works if she's thinking about killing him since i think he's still on her list when was the last time she mentioned her list oh gosh uh last wow. season she said uh well most of them are dead mm. <laughs> oh it's yeah. true right um i i i read that the the 
he's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one as more of a a general, you know, she's trained uh she's trained to give death and she knows all of the different faces of death from Bravos, but the White Walkers and the others are an aspect of death that she's never experienced before. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely her. I, I feel like it's definitely her talking about the others and White Walkers since she's looking at the Obsidian. Um, maybe just saying she's like looking forward to killing a White Walker. Maybe that. Maybe more of a broad sense of like, uh, I don't know. I, I am in a scientific way looking forward to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is her wheelhouse. Death. Right. Killing things. <laughs> she, she's a death expert. This is yeah. a, yeah. She pretty much got an undergraduate's in death, actually. Mm. Um, she even learned to embalm. Oh, which wow. Which is an important part. That's a good point. Of taking care of the dead, you know? Because that's, fire burns, but ice preserves. That's true. Um, maybe. But I don't think Arya actually learned to cremate. She only learned to embalm. Uh, so she didn't She didn't learn to bomb. <laughs> she learned to embalm. <laughs> yeah. She, she didn't. <laughs> really complete that last seminar class <laughs> right yeah yeah now who do you think she's talking to here because i kind of think it's sam giving her the dagger but i've seen some arguments to the contrary um my i think it's bran because he mm. already armed her to kill Littlefinger last season with the uh dagger that Littlefinger gave him yeah that's how uh, it went <laughs> yep, yep. and it seems like in this in this trailer and brands role in the upcoming season is going to be directing like almost the, the black ops part of what's going on, the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, like not the actual battle itself. Cause mm-hmm. you're not going to beat the white walkers in a battle. You have to beat them some other way. Yes. So if he's giving her a mission and the tool to do it, that would make sense for kind of what his role in the story is now. I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Does he know? He knows. Oh, yeah, of course he knows. Obsidian yeah, works. He, yeah, and he's the only one that saw how the Night's King was created. So he probably knows intimately what he uh, is and how he can actually be stopped. Good point. Yeah. Now is to to continue the, the Game of Thrones. I mean, Game of Thrones. This is Game of Thrones. Of course, we're going to continue that to continue the Lord of the Rings references. Oh, uh-huh. What what franchise are we talking about? <laughs> Wild um, uh, is this going to be a I am no man moment? Oh, like a taking down the Witch King type thing, but taking down the Night King instead. And it's like Arya is the Aowen figure here. Although because nobody, hot... nobody yeah. expects, you know, the little yeah. girl. The... Spanish Inquisitor. I was <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. No one expects the uh the faceless man inquisition. Yeah. I yeah, that's a good I don't know. I feel like like the Night King victory, I feel like in the show, at least they, I mean, they've been building it up with John so much. I would like to see them surprise us uh, and do something else with it. Arya would be a cool, cool alternative. I think. It would make the fans happy. It sure would. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to John in, an, in a little bit. Um, <laughs> he shows up in this trailer like a couple times. Who? John? John? I'm sorry, do you mean Aegon? John stuff. <laughs> God. Yes, I do mean Aegon. That's right. Great call. Aegon? <laughs> oh, yes. Hey. With the gold company? 
now? Yes, that's right. Yeah, good transition. Yeah. <laughs> Young Griff is on these ships, right? Um, yeah. This I so I did see uh like these ships actually don't match the ones from like the next shot. Um where we see silence with its big double masts. So I saw people suggesting this could be Theon with a couple ships. Hmm. Um which I don't know where Theon would get some fancy Greyjoy ships on such short notice, but uh I don't know. Maybe he found some used ones or something. Um Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fancy squid there on the masthead. I it mean, really is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also only three ships and like hmm. you know, Euron has a couple more than that. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I mean, he built the greatest fleet and everyone anybody has ever seen from an island with no wood. So I mean, yeah. maybe this is what the greatest fleet from an island with no wood looks like. This is it, boys. <laughs> this is the yeah. actual fleet. The other one was an illusion. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So the tra the trailer follows this up with a shot. Oh, what a shot! So see, there's all those ships in the background. You know. Oh what I mean? yeah. And that's like, clearly silence with the uh, the mask going off to the side. Yeah, those cool wing, wing things. things. But that's obviously not the eye-catching thing here. The eye-catching thing here is season one Jamie Lannister at the prow <laughs> of the ship. I seriously um, thought that's who that was at first. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but the soldiers are all wearing gold. This guy's wearing sort of a golden-y looking thing. So presumably it is uh, the Golden Company with, with Harry Strickland at, at the at the head um euron's probably there too somewhere <laughs> he's got some interesting looking armor going on it's like it, i i don't think i've ever seen stuff like that it's like it's not like a flat plate it's like weirdly like um like abs on his back i love it dude it looks like, like it. it's some star wars looking armor yeah it's very, it, it looks futuristic it's very like um renaissance more styled the way it's oh. cut that, like a human body. That would fit a lot with the Golden Company in the books because their whole thing is that they have combined arms tactics and like that kind of like post medieval um, level of coordination, which is why they have a leg up on everyone. Um, he's, he's also got some really fancy pants. God, Real yeah, fancy pants or a large adult diaper. Um, mm. Yeah, it could be. Adult small clothes. Uh, I did see. I want uh, gray area on Twitter suggested that he could be wearing Blackfire, the sword. Yeah, um, she which said that in her video, which was interesting. That's not what I would think Blackfire would look like, but I mean, maybe it's just because of the name. I expect it to be a black sword, but that's probably not right. <laughs> I mean, and they also don't didn't do like Valyrian steel super. Like in the show, it's really dark, but you know, or in the books, it's really dark. In the show, it's not as much but i don't know do you guys think that this so they they did cast harry strickland this is presumably him do you think that we will get any whiff of like black fires or like the griff young griff kind of thing or is it purely just going to be harry strickland is a like no nonsense mercenary with a cool sword yep the second <laughs> one because like harry strickland from the book is like <laughs> he's homeless Harry Strickland his yeah. feet are always hurt he's always wrapping them up and being carried around it's he's like the least impressive ca commander the golden company's ever had and that's not uh -huh. what this dude is this nope. dude is like maximum Jamie yeah absolutely it almost feels like like he's the uh he is the Aurain waters to Jamie's Rhaegar oh interesting 
Um, I only have one complaint about this scene, and that there's clearly no elephants. Oh. Where are my elephants? Where yeah. are my elephants? They're swimming. <laughs> swimming. On the on the squids. They're squid elephants. Giant yep. squid. They're, that's the Kraken. It's an elephant plus a squid. Because oh, wow. like lizard lions, oh, we can do that. Wow. Damn. Joining us tonight, HP Lovecraft. What oh. <laughs> Krakens and elephants. Isn't a trunk basically just one giant tentacle? I want us to all <laughs> think about it. Yes. I don't I don't think tentacles can dress. Yes. I don't uh, think that I don't I think don't you're th an expert in owning <laughs> tentacles. <laughs> Matt. Uh, Tell me about my tentacles, Elliot. You have like, you don't know not watched me. the same animes that I have. No. <laughs> no, I yeah, I don't want to know the animes. Anymore. I don't think I don't think that um taking elephants to a battle in the, the snow is a good idea. Good you can one. ask you can ask Hannibal about that one. Oh uh, yeah. That's true. Harry Strickland's the type of guy who would know about Hannibal's foibles and successes. And in the Alps. Yeah. Yeah, in um, the Alps. <laughs> so is so are we saying this isn't the same ship as the previous? Yeah, because those two middle, those giant mm -hmm. mast things sticking off the wings or whatever. Yeah. They were so distinctive on silence last season. Mm -hmm. They're not on these three little ships. No. These Which, ships are these ships even rigged differently than the ones in the background of the other oh, I think they are because the others have those yeah, triangular they have triangular sails. Wow. You can see in the background, look how many there are. They can't yeah. they don't even look like the same ships. That's was really clever. Theon on the ship, he wasn't on the ship with them, right? When they left Dragonstone. Because if he's on Dragonstone, there could be wood there for him and Asha to build, I guess, three ships. Well, Asha Yara's still Wait, sorry. Uh, Yara. Yara. Oh fuck. It's taken me eight seasons to get that. <laughs> I still haven't gotten it apparently. Uh, great. So this is the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria oh, wow. of the Greyjoy siblings. Shit. Wow. Yeah. The three heads of Columbargan. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Columbergon. Columbergon the Great. Columbergon the Ruiner. Of things, yeah. We we every every year we celebrate Columbergon's Day. Um. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing though. Theon doesn't show up anywhere else in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, and he was on that e the Entertainment Weekly cover. There he were was. characters that didn't f from that cover that didn't make it into the trailer. So, like you're on himself. Oh shit! That's yeah, good point. Yeah, so mystery. I think Euron is coming up the stairs just below like the, the scabbard. There's someone coming, I think, up a set of stairs to that prow area. Do you hmm. see like there's like a shoulder underneath Harry Strickland's scabbard? Um, yeah. Hmm. Down there. I don't know. I think that's Euron. <laughs> or he could be the guy with the sideburns and mutton chops over on the left talking to another ironborn. Um right. I hope that's him. That would be, that would make sense. They're like carrying something. I don't see Euron as being a manual labor kind of guy. Great point. Yeah, I'll be honest. The first time I saw this, I was watching it on my phone uh, <clears throat> in the bathroom at work because I wanted to watch it with the sound like all the way up. Um, but I, so I was squinting at it and I was like, "Oh my god, is Euron wearing Valyrian steel armor?" But no, it's it's just a different person um, entirely. Yeah, yeah. But for a moment, for a moment. 
Is anyone else surprised the Golden Company is all wearing matching uniforms? Like, that's not their thing, right? They're like a ragtag bunch of Knights from the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. I mean, I think the show's Golden Company is very, very much going to be different. Is anyone yeah, surprised they included the Golden Company at all in the show? I mean, like, why bring them in now? Well, they, Stannis yeah. brought them up. Uh, Davos suggested uh, hiring them in like season two or three. Four. Stannis, yeah. yeah, Stannis scoffed and said, "They're shell swords." Yeah, classic Stannis. Classic Stannis. Fucking idiot. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, like they they brought them up. I, I am surprised that they're bothering to like incorporate a new character, like Harry Strickland. I mean, he's probably not gonna be a big character, but like, I don't know. Yeah. They got to fill those other three episodes, I guess. Exactly. Right. With the, with Cersei's war. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of. Are we speaking, speaking of? I don't know. The next image is. Oh, uh, they survived. They lived. <laughs> hey, look, it's these three guys. They're in the show this season. That's why they're in this shot. Mm -hmm. I love, it looks like they're exploring the mines of Moria. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> they're running from the Balrog. Yeah, actually, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like Barrick is, you know, leading them through. It is Ed, Tormund, and Barrick. I mean, that's definitely Ed. Um, yes, on the left. Yeah, hooray! <laughs> I mean, where are they running though? Because is this running them running through Eastwatch? Because as soon as the wall fell, which looked like they were on, the whites swarmed. So I. If they escaped, I'm impressed. I think this is Winterfell. Um, not for, I mean, like, there's nothing to base that on in this shot. Just that, like, I don't know. We saw so somebody, much here. Somebody out there can analyze those doors for us. Oh, gosh. Someone will. I bet. <laughs> I'm shocked someone, someone hasn't. <laughs> someone must. Please, for us, do it. You have no chance and no choice. <laughs> There's not any wall sconces to go on, so no. oh, this is hard sconces. mode. Mm -hmm. Definitely hard mode. I like that the three of them are buddies, though. I'm glad they're sticking together. It's also fun that the brand's voiceover kicks in now, and he starts saying over the shot, "Everything you did brought you where you are now." Um, like he starts saying that, you know, it continues over some other shots, but that's something Barrick was big on last season. Was like, you know, oh, every, everything we did brought us to this point. Like, you know, very kind of fatalistic um so i don't know again it's a nice little matchup i guess yep good matching of a speech that is probably in no way about barrack tormund Ned. oh yeah yeah but fact, isn't it i mean like if it all brought them back home maybe mm -hmm. you know you were talking about how people can just make home things are maybe they're home for each other now <laughs> home let me go home. <laughs> I'd like that song. It's a good song. I've been always wherever I'm with you. Talking it lately, yeah. <laughs> been like doing a throwback. Yeah, for Was sure. That, uh, something Edward something Ed in the Electric Zeros. Edward Ned Sharp the Edward Stark in the <gasps> Magnus. <Whoa>. Starks. We're working on it. We're workshopping it. Edward Stark and Edward Stark and the Magnetic Darius, I think, is the. Um, All I'm saying is those swords are made out of iron, so they could be magnetic. <laughs> uh, definitely how magnets work. Technically, I think fire resets the domain, so I'm not sure if it would stay magnetic if it were on fire. 
don't you science science me <laughs> Do- that's dr frey bolton i believe Dr. Professor Frey Bolton. Dr. Yes. Frey Bolton worked hard to earn that doctorate. In he iron, did, though. In, in magnets. Yes. In magnets. How do they fucking work? Uh, yeah. I have my magnetic link and it just sticks to all the other ones. because oh, That's so annoying. Oh, wow. That's the clasp that you use to put your mace chain on and off. Nice. Uh, safety release. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Good. Uh, yeah next next we've got bran talking to sam and sam looks over his shoulder yep there's definitely someone like in his eyes too right like i feel like if we did a enhance yeah (laughs) enhance but i feel like he's he's looking at someone oh i thought you meant sam is magumba (laughs) (laughs) he's he's blue-eyed he's not blue-eyed but you know blue-eyed giant named magumba I just like oh, he is the last of the giants. He's the last of the giants. Yeah, McCumber's a giant. No, I, I thought you were saying Sam was the last of the giants. No, oh, I am the last of the giants. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, Sam and Bran have a conversation at the end of last season, so it feels like this is basically a continuation of that scene, right? Is them like worriedly conferring together, like, oh, holy shit, did you know that John is uh. Yeah. Banging his aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they see them come in together and Sam's like putting his head in his head in his hands. He's like, oh my God. What are we going to do? Please use the correct term. They went to the Bone Mountains. Oh yeah. They took it to Vise Taloro, the Bone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So which, which one of them do you think actually spills the beans to John about who parent? parent yeah, I think it's a, it's a good chance. It's one of them. I would agree. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. Sam has the worst poker face of all time. So when he sees John, he might just like go like, Ooh, hey, how's it going, buddy? Mm, yeah. Nothing's wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like awkwardly starts dropping stuff everywhere. And like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Daenerys. Not your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch him just like blurt it out. You know, like they meet at the courtyard of Winterfell and he's like, John. That's your aunt, buddy. This sounds like Euro trip. <laughs> with your sister. <laughs> so John, I'm imagining John comes into the room with these two, and they look at him, and then like the Seinfeld theme starts playing, um, and just cuts to the you know just fade to black. Episode two, or like that scene with Eamon where. Um... He says, a Targaryen alone in the world. And then John's like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you think John finds out right away when he gets back? Are they going to try and hide it from him somehow? Like, do you think they're going to stretch it out? I guess is what I'm wondering. Um, I think that they probably were going to wait until like a good moment, but then they're probably going to see that John and Danny are like a couple and be like, oh, no, we have to tell them right away. Mm, yeah, right. Sure. I don't know what the big deal is. They're Targs. Yeah, exactly. People marry their cousins all the time. Like, you know, in in the story, not IRL. Although, it does happen. It does happen IRL. You know, we have presidents who've done it. That is true. That's a fact. Wasn't Eleanor Roosevelt... uh, Wasn't she related to FDR? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
And don't even get me started on the Kennedys. Okay. I'm not going to get started on the Kennedy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, did you mean Baylor Breakspear? Oh my God. I did. Yeah. Cause they even, they even went out the same way. Oh um, RIP guys. Uh, yeah. Wow. This really took a turn. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> keep moving wait, on. Wait, I thought of something funnier. So what mm -hmm. if like, uh, what if Sam like draws out a family tree with our and Lee and Leon? Oh. He's like, all right. So, Look, this is what Gilly discovered. This is our cool new thing. Oh, look, Rhaegar and Liana. Wait, they had a kid. Huh, how about that, John? <laughs> I like the idea that John is like too dumb to understand it without a diagram. Yeah, he's <laughs> like they, they explain it to him and he's like, I, I don't follow. Like, what? See, John, you have to understand, you look like Arya and Arya looks like Liana. Therefore, uh, that doesn't sound, I believe, I think Brandon Stark's my father. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sure name, my yeah. <laughs> John becomes like a truther uh, about Brandon and Ashara. The fisherman's daughter. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Great. Next, King's Landing, the Red Keep. That's cute. It's only a model. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Move on quickly. Um, so now we come to Cersei and Kyburn. Kyburn is looking at Cersei like she just uh, said or did the dumbest thing ever. Which, if Kyburn's looking at you that way, that's not a good sign, I think. Um, yeah. But what, what do you think is happening here, guys? Like, I feel like this is her waiting for Euron and the Golden Company to arrive, but. She looks pretty smug. Yeah, things have gone well for her, and she's wearing uh, Greyjoy colors. Oh. And her chains are like tentacles. <laughs> Tell me about tentacles, Eliana. The, uh, the pauldrons, like though, those, yeah, those pauldrons. on her shoulders do actually kind of look like tentacles. They do? Oh, yeah, like reaching up. Like creepy. And lewd. Yeah, <laughs> lewd. Obviously, we do have the mountain as well. Um, and everyone now has matching helmets. They have the same Goomba helmets from Super Mario Brothers, um, the movie. Uh, yeah. Did they have those helmets last season? Am I just forgetting? The uh, rest of them? Yeah, the rest of the King's Guard. Maybe they did. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't even remember that Asha and Yara is not. <laughs> okay. Fair point. We should. Yeah, we've never seen this show. I guess. That's... I feel like. I feel like they did. Yeah, maybe they did. I think they it's did, still ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what they were thinking with this. This. It just looks so ridiculous. They look like a bunch of shredders. But my understanding from the post that Doctor Frey Bolton made on the Song of Ice and Fire subreddit is that like armor was ridiculous anyway, right? Like people were just very extra in their outfit. <laughs> I think I it's like true. This is ridiculous in a different way. Yeah, like the ridiculous that uh, Doctor Frey Bolton showed us was like instead of it looking like a hound's mouth, it was just like the most ridiculous dog I've ever seen. It didn't even look like a dog. It looked like an anteater. <laughs> it it really did. Yeah, it was very much an anteater. It it really made me make this face. <laughs> um. I'm so glad you're in control of <laughs> sharing now. 
<laughs> I'm just just gonna shit post the whole time. No, I I do like so the there's these sort of bladed elements on her pauldrons that kind of match the blades on the helmets. It's this really kind of sharp look they've got going for her that kind of connects her to the Iron Throne. You know, like the the the, the blades of it wearing the blades. I don't know. There's there's something going on there, which I like. But uh, they do look like they're wearing Shredder's helmet from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, all right, what's next? Ah, okay. This is a this is a youth. This is a sandy-haired youth uh, who is in a tree, as you can see from this tree right here. It's Wex. It's Wex. Oh my! Finally, God. Wex Pike. I knew Wex Pike was going to be in the show. Thank goodness. Um, it's it's Bran is saying the word home, and this little kid is watching the Unsullied march through Wintertown towards Winterfell, which is up in the corner. Um, this is Wintertown outside of the walls. Um, I thought it was Bran at first because my brain was like, sure, right? he could climb a tree. Yeah, and you know, because it it mirrors so well that that Bran in season one watching from the walls of Winterfell, looking at Robert, you know, um. But but no, maybe Bran is warging this kid. I was thinking that briefly. Uh, yeah, like, uh, unpleasant. Uh, yeah. Unpleasant, not impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe again. Like I, I, I'm not dropping any big spoilers here or anything. I'm pretty sure that there's been a production interview with them where they were like, "Yeah, the episode will open with." Daenerys's contingent arriving in the north or something like that. So this could be one of the opening shots of the season here. Um, uh, maybe. <laughs> um, I like I yeah. like that Bran's full dialogue there is everything you did brought you to where you are now, where you belong, home. Yeah. And this is the home. Yeah. Showing us showing us Winterfell and Wintertown and like where the series began. Then the Unsullied arriving. That's the Unsullied, right? It is, yeah, which is a little funny. <laughs> is there anyone more unhappy to be in the North than the Unsullied? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dragons. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, now, where are they going to find their sand to clean themselves? There's no sand anywhere. The dragons? Or the Unsullied? No, the Unsullied. <laughs> no, they bathe in the river, because remember, Grey Worm is in the river when he creeps on Missandei. But they also, like, scrub themselves with sand. It's weird. Yeah, people do that, IRL. Chinchillas do that. <laughs> are the unsullied chinchillas? I mean, chinchillas are great, though. They are. <laughs> are the unsullied chinchillas? Any insights appreciated? The next picture is probably from the same scene or same rough time frame. Time frame of Danny and John riding among the unsullied. Danny's wearing uh, a lovely ensemble with red gloves and matching ascot, um, and a big white fur coat. John is wearing uh, just a, a bunch of smelly pelts, basically. Um, a smelt. A smelt, if several, you will. Several little small fishes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, I believe this image is faked because they're definitely going to ride dragons to uh, Winterfell. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're coming to Winterfell, right? This is them coming home. Sure are. It's, it's this guy. Right here, coming home. And he looks so happy about it, too. <laughs> He's looking just stoked out of his mind. He's just so broody. Just brooding them at max right now. Every shot of him in this trailer, he is brooding. Um, 
or at least probably brooding. Um, we'll get we'll get some of that later. Yeah, the Twitter account why John Snow smiled is going to have a real tough time with this season. Let Ooh, me tell you. Gosh, hmm. yeah. I think you're right. Because he thought he wasn't banging his relative. <laughs> oh, oh! You think that'll make him happy? He doesn't I, know it's his aunt right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. All right, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit because we've got Sansa Stark, uh, watching Drogon and Rhaegal swoop over Winterfell, um, as you know they screech and there's the flapping wings, um. Yeah. So. I don't know. What, what do you guys make of this really dramatic shot of the dragons coming in? It's cool. It's like so cool for the record. Uh, that's what, that's my reaction. Do you think this is before or after John and Danny have officially arrived? Ooh. Oh, I hope it's before. I mean, if they'd already arrived, wouldn't she be down at the gate to meet them? Unless they'd been there for a while. Right. And she's like, oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, she looks really surprised to see them. I assume this would be the first time that she has. Yeah, sure. I mean, just imagine like bringing, you know, you are a parent or a relative and your other relative is bringing home their new girlfriend for the first time. And they're like, we also brought the dogs and they're enormous. And we <laughs> breathe fire and we told no one we were doing this. This kind of happened to me. Okay, except so this for... is a personal story. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of happened to me, except for the dog didn't breathe fire. It just peed everywhere. That's kind of like breathing the yeah. fire. <laughs> Same. The dragons will do that too. Oh, dragons have to pee. I haven't thought about Obviously this. Obviously, they have to pee and they have to poo. All right. <laughs> there was an entire theory about dragon poop. That's right. It's hot, apparently, according to Wait. George. Wait, if obsidian is dragon poop, then couldn't the dragons just fly over the army of like the undead and just poop on them? <gasps> wow, oh they're the God. strong bellows so, of the story. What we need to do is give the dragons the runs, I think. Maybe feed them a bunch of honey oh locusts or something. Is it called the flies? <laughs> I believe it's called. <laughs> The f oh fuck! That's such a dumb joke. So dumb. <laughs> so good. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Um, so when when was the last time do you think that a dragon was at Winterfell? Uh, probably the last time we don't we know when Alysanne showed up to meet uh, Alaric Stark. He made her keep the dragons outside. So the last time a dragon probably went into Winterfell was Jace Velaryon, and that was when he was forging the Pact of Ice and Fire with Cregan Stark. Wow. Yeah. Word what says he left an egg. What Whoa. kind of nerd knows that? Uh, <laughs> I was actually also thinking it was Jake. Somebody so researching how strong at the moment. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm entirely kidding. Uh, yeah. What if Brain Blast here, you mentioned the egg, um, I'm getting a Jimmy Neutron style brain blast. What if Arya was running from a baby dragon? <gasps> oh, oh, a baby white dragon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> sure, whatever. The scariest of all things. <laughs> yeah. She could um, just throw a shoe at it. I mean, I think it's a Toon dragon, actually, because Pegasus used the Toon World card. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, think Night King has the Toon World card? I hope. I bet does. he does, Kaiba boy. <laughs> a thousand eyes relinquished. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, they're going to cover it with Karibos. Anyway, um, yeah, so another shot follows of the two dragons swooping over the castle. 
um, Drogon and Rhaegal. Conspicuously not three dragons, obviously. It makes me wonder if Sansa's going to... You know how like it was a big deal when Danny showed up at the dragon pit last season and she only had two dragons only had two dragons and Cersei like commented on it. I wonder if Sansa too will will comment on there only being two dragons. Hmm. Mm. Maybe this is how Sam spills the beans. It's like you only brought two dragons, and then Sam points at John and says, No, she brought three. Oh that's a great one. Nice. Or what Sam? To, to go back to Sam for a second, what if if Danny like if Sansa asks, you know, like, oh, so do you ride one of those dragons? And Sam just starts like snorting and <laughs> laughing, and he's like, yeah, she does. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> gives her a high five. <laughs> yeah, he's like, am I right, Danny? Uh, oh, you don't know? <laughs> Ooh, awkward moment. Ah, yikes! Is anyone else impressed at like how good Winterfell looks here? Like, I, right? I know they rebuilt it, but la- I didn't know this much. It was like half destroyed. Sansa fixed it up good, you know? She was in charge of that. In theory, the Boltons started some of the yeah. reconstruction. True. Like, I don't know about when it happened in the show, but I know that by the time they get there for the wedding, they had mm-hmm. started rebuilding the kitchens and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the Boltons do move in. Um, yeah, in season five or whatever so yeah we're yeah. gonna flip this place Boltons <laughs> <laughs> are totally just gentrifying wintertown um fixing it up and selling it for a profit taking um, out all the avocado bathtubs <laughs> painting over the wood paneling yeah yeah stripping out the shag turning sure. the first fort into storage space <laughs> now the first fort is now uh ramsey's like podcast recording studio his man cave. <laughs> yeah, Ramsey has a podcast in in our universe, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's, he, every episode is is twenty minutes of him um, explaining the audio errors from the last episode. Um, he's like, "Oh yes, my hounds were being too loud. Uh, sorry about that. Forgot to plug the mic in." Anyway, that's getting too close to home. Um, <laughs> So we don't see Viserion in any of the trailer either. True. Yes, our ice dragon. Yeah. Conspicuously absent. He's the uncle we don't talk about. He left the fam. Yeah, black sheep. White dragon. He got into a weird cult and nobody knows what's going on with him. That's literally true. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I have it's it's funny because I people have talked about before like which dragon will correspond with which person in the books. Rhaegal, it's I feel like most people have agreed is is John's like quote unquote John's dragon. So it's just I don't know. I find it interesting that the show is is doing the same thing there. Um, suggests that people were onto something when they were guessing that you know four or five years ago. Well, and that that strongly linking the dragons to actual Targaryens really for me. Um, kind of suggests that in the books that that Viserion will not fall to the White Walkers, that he will be taken over by um, Fagon and his army. Right, sure, yeah. yeah. I kind of see saw it as both, right? Because if Fagon gets a dragon, and if eventually, like he and said dragon die in a second dance. There's mm. just this whole like dragon carcass, you know? 
Right. And then it a, a, a team of elephants and krakens drag it north. Uh, <laughs> undead. Elephants are for. Uh, undead, undead elephants. Oh my god, undead elephants. The scariest of all elephants. That is one of the scariest types of elephants. The site the first scariest is the African elephant. <laughs> big. It's true. Uh, I noticed something <laughs> funny about Rhaegal in this trailer. So it's obvious John's probably going to ride him. Daniel stay on Drogon. So they had to make Rhaegal the same size as Drogon. It's like now that John's going to ride him, he's he's got to be a little bit bigger because previously him and Viserion were much smaller than Drogon. Yeah, I think Rhaegal is still like there's some shots later of them. I think Rhaegal's still like slightly smaller, but yeah, he's uh, he's grown up, you know. He needed his big boy dragon. He couldn't have the little dragon. Pony. Little pony. <laughs> little pony dragon. Aw. That'd be so great. <laughs> like like Toothless. Um, from the hit franchise, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, the next set of shots is Danny approaching John as he... We can say it all together. He broods in the crypts. He broods. I'm he sorry, broods. late. Yeah, sorry, that's okay. Yeah, there's a bit of a delay. Um, yeah, Danny approaching John as he broods in the crypts. Uh, do you think he's just like, you know, stopping by Ned's grave to be like, ah, Ned, I will I will be a good son to you? Or is he at Lyanna's statue? Like, holy shit. Where do you guys land on that? I go for Lyanna. Um, there's this shot and the one coming up with him at the Weirwood tree where... Mm -hmm. um, Ned famously would brood as well. So I think after John gets told the secrets of, of his identity, he just sort of wanders the castle going to these spots that meant a lot for him, pondering his starkness versus Targaryenness, who's his real daddy kind of thing, like Ned or Rhaegar, but also just um, trying to figure out how to make sense of his life now because he didn't particularly like being the bastard of Winterfell, but at least... He knew it. He doesn't even know. He probably doesn't even know who he is anymore. Right. In like a very deep way. Right. Yeah. Or he's looking at the statue of himself that we saw from the teaser trailer. Oh. And he's like, wow, they didn't quite capture my likeness. <laughs> well, look at how full my beard is here. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure that's a full beard. Wow. In no, the statue, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the statue, it's an epic beard. That's like an Odin beard. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's looking down because he feels bad that his beard doesn't look like that. Sorry, Danny. My beard doesn't look that good. She's like, it's <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's okay when it's this length is perfectly fine with the Lord's kiss and everything. Um, she just kind of. What are we talking about now? She wishes he would trim it. Like it's a little scratchy, you know. <laughs> I wonder if he is upset because they made the statue taller than him. <laughs> if you're really my mother, why aren't I as tall as your statue is? Look how tall Leon is. What happened? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this definitely feels like something that's happening after he's found out his identity. Um, you know, after he kind of knows who he is. Yeah, that, those look like the faces of people who know that they're related after they've... <laughs> gone to the bone mountains exactly yeah yeah uh the, so this is awkward <laughs> how do you start so, that conversation so it's and like this is where they do hand, it again right yeah right now yeah sure. on statue just like uh never mind i was gonna say just like that infamous <laughs> uh jamie and cersei season four scene but it's not an apt comparison and it's not worth bringing it up 
Um, this starts. This starts another voiceover. Yes. With John, he says, right. "Our enemy doesn't tire." Oh well, funnily enough, no. <laughs> fuck. Funnily <laughs> enough, <laughs> boy. It's beefy boy. It's Chris from Skins. <laughs> mm, speaking of Skins, I was gonna say neither does his aunt, but oh wow. <laughs> Wow. Gendry's not the only one who's delivering a hammering. You know what I'm talking about. Oh okay. You got to go back to the screenshot before that one, though, because yeah. I did a really good job of capturing the. Yes. Ooh. I was proud of that. Look at that hammer. Coming down. Do you think I feel like so my impression from this sequence of the, the, the forge and then Gendry is that Gendry is just wandering around and then he hears a hammer and he's like, ah, something to do. And he like <laughs> pinpoints on and locks into it. Probably well, not. He has, he has to sprint over like he's a video game character. <laughs> right. I mean, he looks like he's been working. No, he does. He does. Let's let's come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what's the point of... I, I was going to say, what's the point of forging things before this battle? I mean, all I can think of is just like arming every peasant in Wintertown or something, but... Yeah, like we know that only obsidian kills the White Walkers and uh, only fire kills the Whites. Although I think obsidian and Valyrian still kill the Whites in the show too. Yes. Um, which is uh, which is a thing. Um, yeah. I mean, they'd be better off giving everybody like Molotov cocktails. They really would. You're right. And you'd think Tyrion of all people could recommend that. Um we don't know that Tyrion's there. Well, I guess that's true. But, you know, I assume he's... Well, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You never know. Maybe he's. Maybe they're going to have him rediscover a method of Valyrian steel because um, when he was with the Brotherhood Without Banners, they, the thing with the Bodkin arrows, I think it was, where yeah. he's not just supposed to be, like, a very good blacksmith, but he's supposed to be, like, a very, very talented one, like, like a prodigy kind of character. So maybe they're just going to say, oh, he figured it out. Right. Well, I mean, he trained yeah. with Tobomot. Tobomot, so yeah. King's Landing, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Tobomot, of course, a, a cohoric, cohoric smith who. Who reforged ice. Reforged ice, yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe. Also, this shot, it looks like a female blacksmith in the background, which I think is super cool. Oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, and she... reminds me, it reminds you of Knight's Tale. <laughs> <gasps> More that's true. And she is Myron. She's Myron Gendry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry the arrow is kind of in the way there, but yeah. She's yeah. Mm. That's how we all look at Gendry. He is the true steel, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. He's giving it Absolutely. the true steel. Absolutely. Good. 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 Yeah, he doesn't tire. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm glad Gendry's back. I, I'm assuming he's probably going to meet Arya at some point, right? Like, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, <laughs> locked in. Great. Uh, looking forward to that one. Also, looking forward to for Hot Pie coming to Winterfell, but that's a you know, just speculation. Um, what do we have next? Oh yes, Jorah wheeling his horse in front of Winterfell. Now this looks like one of the many many shots that we get from the big battle episode. Um which is all filmed at night. So we're not gonna be able to see anything, <laughs> uh, which is 
Uh, everybody wear black. That's that's the plan. Everyone wear black. Fight at night. Everybody wear black. Uh, yes. Yeah. With with minimal, just a couple torches. That'll do it. Um. Yeah. Uh, the voice over here uh, is um. Once again, John is describing their enemy who doesn't tire, and as we see Jorah, John says, "Doesn't stop." Um. And I think we all wish Jorah would would stop, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish he had pumped the brakes quite a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, slow your roll there, Mr. Mormont. Um, yeah, I mean, this this doesn't look like the battle itself yet, right? This looks kind of like prepping, uh, getting set up. Like a doomsday prepper? Is Jorah a doomsday <laughs> prepper? He's getting his seeds in his bag ready? Absolutely. He's got a fanny pack with like you know, an EpiPen and six Bowie knives. Um, yeah. He's ready. Absolutely. He's going into his vault with Varys, the Crips. Oh, yeah. That's like their bunker. That's their prepper bunker. I think the Starks are preppers is what we're learning. I mean, they've got good reason to yeah, be. Winter, winter is coming. They're like posting on forums all day. People are like, well, you know, this is all theoretical, right? And the Starks are like, winter is coming. I was like, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, they kind of are the doomsday preppers of Westeros. Everyone must have thought they were kind of dicks for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Jorah, he's in this season. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Next up, we have my favorite romance on the show, unironically, Grey Worm and Miss Ande. Um, I love them. I love them so much. I'm not opposed to this. <laughs> I just, I like that there's like a, a positive, like generally non-dramatic romance. Uh, you know, what with John and Danny and all that, we're going to need some, we're going to need some wholehearted smooching, some wholesome, some wholesome, a little bit of that. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> no way. Bueno. Neither. That wasn't good for me. All right. The review. Is that how you kiss? <laughs> yeah. I just make that noise and. Mwah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of hope we get a flashback to the book scene that was my favorite part of their romance to the, uh, the, the, the hand in the book <laughs> yeah they cut to sam's fingers in the book <laughs> yeah uh, that's peak romance right there um, so yeah. in the voice over here in the voice over here john is continuing about the enemy and he says doesn't feel Oh. oh, and then they kiss. That's that's a that's a feel bad. I would say. Oh, they feel like they've got something to fight for because they feel right. like you know the whites don't. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, were you just singing Huey Lewis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. All nice. Ah, right. uh, yeah. It is the power of love, though. Absolutely. I think. You know, on the on the Game of Thrones mixtape, that should be the track for Missandei and Grey Worm. Um, Huey Lewis in the news. Power of love. Um, I don't have much to say about these characters. I like them. Next up, we have a character on the walls of Winterfell. Did you get one or two screenshots for this of them on the wall? Is it um, just, I'll just jump. Okay, we'll back up. Uh, this one, this screenshot of a silhouetted character. It looks like it's probably Jamie based on the fact that Jamie comes up later. Except. Oh, I would except say it's Brienne, yeah. His the sword is in the right hand. Yes. <gasps> dun dun dun. Um it does look like Brienne. 
And the hair looks still. like hers. Yeah, I, Jamie and Brienne have the same one. hair this season, though. So, what does it mean? What does it mean? Means they go to how, the same how barber. Many, how many couples, you know, go out there and they got matching haircuts? That's <laughs> a statement. That's a bold statement. Yeah, commitment. A bold cut. Oh. <laughs> we talking about Brand's haircut? They kind of do have. Oh yeah, true. Oh god, poor guy. Um. Yeah, it looks like Brienne then probably. I thought it was Jamie at first, but yeah, I think it's it's probably Brienne. I uh Chloe Lies and Arbor suggested they could also be Sandor, but I think she she ended up saying now it looks like Brienne as well. So yeah, Brienne on the walls of Winterfell with fire in the background. And then of course we have Jamie hollering something. Uh, hooting and hollering. He is he's both hooting and hollering in this economy, if you can believe it. Um uh yeah he's he's shouting that's i mean that's why it kind of makes sense if that's brienne and then he's like no or darth vader no yeah do we do we know who that is in the background oh good question um it has looks like an eye patch is that Beric? what 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 are you looking at (laughs) now i see an ear Oh, I, yeah, and, I, I uh, can see that. Whose who's ear is it? That's that could be Podrick, I guess. Yeah, it might be. Well, so Podrick's with Brienne in another shot. So maybe they're all three up on the walls at some point or something. And also, what like what is this they're holding here? This weird-looking weapon. Is it just like a weird-looking axe or something? Like a is weird that not axe? Jamie's hand? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, it's some, yeah, it almost looks like a piece of paper. Um, maybe it's Ned Stark with his paper shield. Oh. Or what's that 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 sporting thing like a high life thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got yeah, he's got like a um They're gonna launch snowballs at the whites. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's got a uh, lacrosse stick, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean it's high lie. Come on. High lie's closer, yeah. Um yeah. Well, I'm I'm kinda curious what's going on here. Why it it doesn't look obviously in the scenes that there are whites on the wall already. So like what's what's going on here? Why is mm. Brienne engulfed in flame fighting her way through? This is kind of why I thought maybe the Golden Company showed up and did turn on them. Maybe this was like a civil war thing going on. But I don't know. Maybe they're just disguising the whites. Well, if you go back and look I at will. Brienne hacking away there, like do the enemies really look like zombies? Not really. They just kind of look like regular dudes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering though if they. I feel like they've been sort of changing the attitude. Maybe attitude's not the right word. The aspect of the army of the dead as the seasons go on. Like they started out as very shuffling zombies, and then they became kind of scuttly zombies. And then last season when they were fighting beyond the wall during the white hunt, I feel like. Uh, they were basically just like grumpy soldiers. Um, oh, true. And like, like Stannis's troops are all dead out there in the winter. So maybe oh, they just pick them up. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, they, they left a, a trail of bodies from straight from Castle Black to Winterfell. So yeah, they're probably picking them all up. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. So my guess is they're fighting whites and that the whites are just kind of different this season for the sake of having a cool battle uh but it could be it could be throwing us off with something else in the mix i don't know um oh yes so our next shot here is cersei sitting on the iron throne 
Uh, the throne room is basically empty. She's visiting with uh, these two people who are standing in front of the throne. We're going to zoom in here as much as we can. Enhance. Oh, God. This is... Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of us... Uh, Roz on Twitter and and Chloe and a bunch of other people like we were all squinting at our screens and getting out magnifying glasses trying to figure out who these people are. So we've got one in the middle here, um, which kind of looks like Golden Company guy. He's got those like big adult diaper pants, you know. Oh, true, yeah. Um, then we've got this guy here who looks like Euron wearing his um his duster, you know. Um, I, at least that's my guess. Like you know, he's got that long trench coat type thing. Uh, this is probably the mountain because he's he's big. There is another figure over here which I didn't even realize was a person at first. I thought it was just part of the brazier. Uh, he's just some kind of guard. I think it it's like one of the king's guard. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's like queen's two, guard. I'm sorry. Oh, good call. Two queen's guard at the mountain: Kyburn, Cersei, Harry Strickland, and Euron. I think is yeah. What that that's got to be Harry because if you zoom in, you can see he's got the fancy pants on. Yes. Harry. <laughs> Wait, is he a wizard? <laughs> You're a character now, Harry. Mm, he is a character. A what? A what? Uh, yeah, no, I feel like that's what we're looking at. This seems like something we're getting early on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Like, She's still wearing my, the same outfit. She is. She, you can see a pauldron glittering in the torchlight. Um, a single pauldron. Yeah. I did like the cut from Jamie to Cersei, though, in the trailer. Yeah. From Brienne yeah, to Jamie to Cersei. That's a good point. Yeah. And if we if we stretch it out even further, from Missandei and Grey Worm kissing to Brienne to Jamie to Cersei. There's <laughs> like this little romance thread. Um, you know, uh, admittedly a, a fairly fucked up romance uh, in some capacity, but you know. Still no, no a, Yara. You think this connection. would be where she would show up. Yeah, exactly. See, and that's what, so some people were saying that maybe this person mm -hmm. over here was Yara being like held off to the side, but I don't see it. Um think it's just a King's guard. But it does raise the question of where is Yara? What's going on with that? Um Well, the fact that her and Theon are basically not in this trailer maybe means that what's going to happen with them is more of a surprise. I guess, yeah, right. What, yeah. I, I feel like their story is one of the few coming up this season. I just have no clue what they're doing with. Um, Double like figure like skating. It could go any way. <laughs> Great. You've, you've nailed it, I think. That's a good one. Um, man, we do continue to see Cersei here. Uh, she's taking a sip of wine. She's having herself a good cry. She's clearly in like some small clothes as well. She's not wearing her bladed armor stuff as well. And it's not black. Yeah. She's in her PJs basically having a, having a glass of wine, having a good cry. Really? She is all of us in, uh, in this shot. Um, we've all been there. She is really pulling like the Florence Nightingale or not. That's not who I mean. Who is the lady who was the Florence mom? Nightingale. No, no, no. Florence Henderson. Sorry, not the oh, yeah. nurse. The the woman who was the mom in the Partridge family. Thank you. Oh, I'm yes. tired. Yes. She's the hair. No, nobody's more opposite than a Florence Nightingale than Cersei Lannister. No, you're right. Cersei's on the battlefield like, ew, there's blood. Holy shit, she does. She has Carol Brady hair. 
That's crazy. I knew it looked familiar. Wow. I wonder here, actually, because because we have this functionality, I'm going to uh, just really quickly here pull up a, a picture of uh, Carol Brady. I was talking about Florence Henderson. Well, yeah, but Florence Henderson as Carol Brady next to Cersei. Wow. I, I see that. I mean, that so similar. On a, I, I'm, that sounded sarcastic. I meant it seriously. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Wow. Yeah. So what? I mean, she's having herself a good cry. What do you? Uh, what do you guys think she's crying about? Oh, it could be anything. As someone who frequently has myself a good cry, <laughs> she is also when we last saw her pregnant. So you know, I don't know. I mean, but she's drinking. Come on. Well, yeah. People used to do that back then when they were pregnant. That's true. That's what happened to all the Targaryen kids. Oh no, they just all had fetal alcohol syndrome. That's it. That's why they turned into lizards. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Right. Oh, so they so this is what lizard people is about. Oh yes. no. Yes, this is true. Oh wow. What a uh, deeply upsetting conversation. Oh boy. <laughs> so to go back to less upsetting, I guess like what what would make her cry? What could be going on here? Well, Obviously, Jamie left her, so that's probably pretty upsetting. Um, Euron could have betrayed her and Harry Strickland. It's almost mm. certain that Euron is not going to follow through on whatever he promises. Yeah. So she could be left with basically nothing. Uh, yeah. She go maybe gets word of this is after the battle at Winterfell, and she may think Jamie's dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. And then also, like the, the idea that if she had helped, maybe everyone wouldn't go extinct. <laughs> and like the just like the that, weight of that crashing down on her like that, oh shit right some existential dread yeah i don't know those were my ideas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. although eliana makes a good point it could be about anything cries just happen yeah maybe she's like i don't know holding a portrait of her three children <laughs> who have all died horribly uh she's got she's got a lot of reasons to to be upset does anyone think she makes it to the end of the season? I, this might be an unpopular opinion. I think she makes it to both the very end of the season and the very end of the books. Oh, um, I feel like there's like some Cersei Jamie endgame stuff. Maybe not Cersei Jamie, but like I, I don't know. There's something about her being sort of one of the original cast. I don't know like her hold up at Casterly Rock or something. Maybe she doesn't make it all the way to the end of the books, but um, yeah, I feel like she's end game. At least for I, the I honestly hope she bites it as soon as possible, but you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I do think it'll be very different in the books, whatever is happening with her this season. Like we are way off, off the rails with Cersei, in my opinion. Um, might be wrong. Then again, maybe not. I mean, maybe in the books, Danny comes in, stomps out young Griff, then has to head north, and Cersei in the power vacuum comes in and like claims King's Landing again or something. Like there's there's room for that too. Um I don't know. Maybe it's closer than than I would think. She's a tough broad. She is a tough broad. Yeah. She raised that whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed I said Partridge Family instead of Brady Bunch. <laughs> More so than calling her Florence Nightingale. 
So Flo- right, my mom yeah. is going to disown me. <laughs> I mean, that was a big swing and miss. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Florence part right. Yeah, she looks like uh, Florence Welch of Florence and the Machine. <laughs> uh, she starts singing the dog days are over with Sandorin. Yeah, yep. Um, and, you know, the mountain is basically a machine at this point. So he's more machine than man now. Uh, <laughs> great. Wow. Here we have Regal, 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 tailing Drogon through an icy landscape, um, flying over what looks like a frozen forest. What is a frozen forest? I don't know why I had to clarify it that way. Uh, yeah, they're they're hanging out together, swooping, swooping and diving. There's no one on their backs, interestingly enough. Ah, uh, yes, but. Ah, yes, but uh, we can look at the next shot as well, which is them swooping through these icy canyons. Um, Is it just me? Like, this doesn't look like in proximity to Winterfell. No, this looks like north of the wall. Right. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, free range at this point, I guess. (laughs) I I was really confused by these scenes. Like, the Night King and the White Army are well south of the wall at this point. What could they be doing? looking this far north for anything like maybe they're just having fun but it seems like a bad time for it maybe they're looking for like viserion's corpse i guess that would kind of make sense uh, i also yeah. wondered if um like i talked about earlier how brand's going to be more of a puppet master figure this season maybe um they he told them there's something that they need to go find north of the wall like like the heart of winter or that weirwood that um the night's king was created from maybe there's like some objective to bringing down the others that they can only get to on dragon back at this point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a desperate mission North of the wall or North of the remains of the, wall. another white hunt. Yeah. They need another one. Their first one, like uh, disintegrated. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they're blowing off steam like Danny and Danny and uh, John hop dragons and just went off cruising. Yes, so it's interesting you mention that because we don't see John or Danny on the dragons in these shots, but it's possible they were CGI'd out. Right? I mean, like in in trailers for like the Avengers and some of the Marvel movies, um, they have a history of removing people with you know in the CGI mm-hmm. or with CGI in order to hide plot points. And they've done it before with Game of Thrones with the uh, uh, season five trailer where Tyrion is edited out of death. Yes, of the dragon. Yeah, the, or the um, the pit. Yeah. And, you know, you people spotted it because there was an unsullied whose like foot appeared out of nowhere because it was where Tyrion was. Um, obviously, we don't. As of now, we have not spotted any weird visual artifacts like that. But yeah, I, I mean, it's entirely possible that this is Danny and John riding the dragons, maybe even like really late in the season or something. Like you were saying, north of the wall. Um, maybe the battle fails, but they they like know what they have to do or, you know, something like that. Um, or it could just be the dragons uh, going for a little bit of a hunt, yeah. around, scavenging. Maybe it's the equivalent of the trench run in Star Wars. I was oh. thinking that, like they're they're picking off womp rats <laughs> in their T16s back home. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. They're eating some womp rats, and then they're gonna they're gonna run down the trench and blow up the undeath star. Use the force, <laughs> the heart, the heart of winter. Yeah, the the simian star eyes, death star eyes. 
no didn't yeah didn't hack it this is see this is this is fun because people don't usually get all the really shitty jokes that i that we edit out you know um well, you edit them out? I thought you left them on. <laughs> they get they get most of the shitty jokes. Let's be let's be honest. Um, yeah. So yeah, the dragons flying, which leads us to this shot, which has been seen in in a little promo that HBO did as well. Given what people are looking at up in the sky, Arya's face, probably the dragons, right? Yeah, she has a a pretty big thing for dragons like Visenya and Rhaenys have been her heroes for a long time. Yeah. So, and it's like a good character moment where Arya is super excited to see them and blown away. And Sansa's kind of a little afraid of what they mean. Right. And that's kind of like their personalities where Arya is more adventure seeking, I would say for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, she recognizes that, you know, uh, historically, women who had dragons in Westeros had a lot of power that otherwise they weren't afforded because of their gender. Um, a topic that we covered in our Fire and Blood episode, I believe. <laughs> um, do I think? Oh yeah, we did do that. Maybe I don't think I was on that one. So um, wait, which one? The the Fire and Blood uh, roundup one. Although you we weren't talk- on that episode. Yeah. Was that were any of us on that? Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you and I were, Matt. Oh. Nice. Nice. I remember this totally. Um yeah, anyway, so uh the interesting thing here though, the the voiceover is Jamie now. Um, and it's Jamie saying, I promised to fight for the living. And that's actually, I mean, that's what what John says to Mance in season three, episode one. He's like, you know, I want to fight for the side that fights for the living. So there, there's a I don't know. There's some. It's it's like poetry. It, it rhymes there. So um, wow. Arya is wearing her Valyrian dagger. Yes. Why does mm-hmm. she need obsidian? That's a good question. That's. A I very think good that question. in the show, right? It's confirmed that Valyrian in the show steel works on others, yeah. but it isn't that it works on whites, right? Um, I, I think that's true. When they were when John was fighting that whole crew, it wasn't until he killed the White Walker that I think the whites actually stopped moving, right? Yeah, but the Valyrian steel like might work like normal steel against the yeah. whites, is my understanding. Okay. I think that might be right. Yeah, good call. But obsidian works against everything, is that I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it even established that that's Valyrian steel in the show? It is. Yes. Okay. Uh yeah, uh, I mean, in season one, I'm pretty sure, you know. It's got the uh, Valyrian steel and dragon bone hilt. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good call. Why would she need obsidian? Yeah, oh, maybe Bran will give us some really helpful clarification on what works against what, what's, what types are super effective against what other types. Um, uh, the Professor Oak, finally. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it works so Brand perfectly. Is- Professor yeah, Brand is like Bulbapedia. Oh, Brand is the Pokedex. He's the Rotom. Oh my God! Wow. Brand is Bulbapedia. Rotom. <laughs> oh my God. Professor Weirwood. Okay, <laughs> somebody needs to draw this. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the world of, po- of Pokemon. Wait, Professor Weirwood is actually perfect because they're all different trees. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Holy wow. shit. It's good. That's good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, this is Grey Worm. Uh, someone just farted and it smelled real bad. And we can taste about it. Uh, ooh, ugh. sorry. Um, no, I mean, he, he puts on his helmet and he looks determined here. Uh, it's a nice little shot. And it's clearly the battle again, right? 
um, outside the walls of Winterfell with the Unsullied. Neat. Standing at their head. It's neat. Snap. Next picture. Ah, so once again, oh. uh, a picture of a man brooding. Uh, it's Ned. Wait. Oh. It's not he... Ned. Yeah. Oh, I kind of wish it was. Clearly the Winterfell heart tree, John going there. Although someone uh, pointed out, like, where's the pool if this is Winterfell? It's like, there's ice and snow. It's okay. It's frozen. You can see a dip in the ground where the pool is, but it's frozen over. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. See that, you person on the internet? You were wrong. <laughs> it's all frozen over. Yeah, I, I think this will be a pretty cool moment. And I, I especially like the the scene construction of it. It's It's such a stark image. Uh, and it connects back to Ned, and uh, I really like it. I made it my Twitter uh, background thing because it's such a cool picture. Dude, your audio is like popping and zopping. Um, oh, oh shit! Hang on, that's Slack. I'm sorry. Uh, you. There we go. Okay. All right. Great. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, and we're doing it live, so it doesn't matter. Doing uh, it live. Well, yeah. It's interesting though that. Uh, John is going to talk to see a weirwood when the living weirwood Bran is probably like sitting in a room somewhere. He could just go talk to him too. They're like the same thing at this point. Fair enough. I mean, it's definitely him trying to get in Ned's mind, right? Ned's yeah. Head. Understand why he hid his the truth from him. Yeah. All that other kind of stuff. Do you think? Um, do you think we're gonna see Sean Bean in this season? I, I want that more than anything this season. I want the Sean Bean <laughs> flashback. You want that bean? Yeah. Yeah. What if like um how Bran was able to like connect with Hodor across time? What if you can make John and Ned talk? That'd be amazing if he could be like so. So Bran is now like the server on which yes. chats are hosted. Um, he's Google Hangouts. He's <laughs> yeah. He's Google Hangouts. That's that's wonderful. Um, yeah. Poor John. He's, he's got a rough one. He's got a lot to brood about. Um, it's a lovely image, though. Also, it looks kind of like Narnia a little bit. Uh, oh, true. Just just throwing that out there. Um, all right. Now, uh, next up, we have uh, the Hound uh, having a Vietnam flashback right here. Um, there's fire in the background. It's kind of a cool looking image, really. Fire uh, bad. Fire equals bad. Hound equals sad. Um <laughs> Yep, his obligatory wow. he is in this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not looking happy. It's clearly that same battle, like the orange fog and all that that we've seen in a couple other scenes, right? Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about the Hound. I expect I expect him to die this season myself. The Entertainment Weekly cover has him and uh, Gregor crossing swords, so they're at least making you think, maybe just this time, called Game Bowl. It's possible. <laughs> Didn't they say they staged that though? I mean, yeah, James Hibbard said like this is this is our attempt to try and make Kilgain Bowl happen or something. I, I guess know. they don't know it still could happen. That's true. Yeah, uh, Hibbard probably knows already. Yeah, the, the Hibster knows. Uh, he knows much, much and more. Um, and zopping on over to the next one. Uh, Jamie is finishing his line here where he says, you know, uh, I promised to fight for the living. I intend to keep that promise. Um, I will say here, the windows in this room, we see them in a later shot with Danny and Winterfell. Like we know she's in, in, well, I guess we don't know she's in Winterfell, but it's the house, it's the building she's in. So wherever he is now, he is in the same place Danny is. So probably Winterfell. So this is him. 
probably swearing his sword at Winterfell. Um, looking pretty disheveled. Yeah, Jamie's going to have a tough time getting through the walls of Winterfell. Is there anybody there who would be happy to see him except Brienne? I think it's just her. Maybe Tyrion? Tyrion, yeah. Maybe Tyrion. You know, it, yeah. Actually, that would be really interesting if Tyrion's the one who like lets him in or invites him in or something. Um, Although, I, I mean, the person with the biggest beef with him would obviously be Bran, but at this point, he's so removed from being himself i'm not even sure he would care some people have speculated that um the speech earlier may have been directed at jamie that like and sort of like you pushed me out the window so i could become the three-eyed crow kind of thing Mm, interesting i yeah i hope that the jamie brand meeting isn't just jamie being like i'm sorry and brand's like i'm a robot i don't care i don't think jamie would apologize i would be so bummed out if that scene happened uh, I feel like there has to be more resolution to this like really fundamental thing in the story of Bran getting thrown from the tower. That's interesting because I feel like there doesn't have to be resolution because it really irked me the whole cat scene that they made up where she was crying over the fact that she wished bad for John when he was a, a little kid. Okay, that is yeah. Like yeah. like it's okay to let the characters have some unresolved angst. Yeah, I guess, I mean, like in the books, there's that whole thing where like Bran is repressing the memory. And so I think in the books, we're going to get a like a confrontation with that trauma. But in the show, they haven't really played that up as much. Um, so it wouldn't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just hope it doesn't suck, I guess. <laughs> I'm not even sure Danny would be that upset with him because unlike the Danny of the books, the show Danny kind of has come to the point that the Mad King was an asshole who had it coming. The book Danny is much more uh, in denial about the murder, about the death of her father. That's a really interesting, I, you know, f- I, that had not even occurred to me that he killed her father. Literally, like, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and John's grandfather, right? Yeah. What? Well, James didn't kill Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he killed John's grandfather. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who killed John's grandfather? Right. The, I did. This is why he needs the family. No, 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 no. I'm saying Jamie killed John's grandfather who had already killed John's grandfather. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's a bloody yep. mess. It's, it's, yeah, wow. Jamie, you know, Jamie really is a, a kind of nexus of just killing and maiming people uh, who are important to other people. <laughs> uh that that doesn't come back to bite him too much you know but uh yeah that that'll be really interesting to see him and danny interact um now we have a really quick shot that comes up next which is a hand grabbing uh a spear it could also be a bow we've got this bowstring on the side of the screen i don't know how well you guys can see that yeah i thought it was a a spear at first because it looked kind of cylindrical but yeah. it does look like Looks the like person has like the protect like the the forearm mm. protection that you would wear as an archer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To Good. keep the bowstring from scraping. So who who do we know that's a that's an archer that's at Winterfell? There's only one really good archer in Song of Ice and Fire, and it's Theon Greyjoy. Ah, uh, great point. There is. I mean, so it's funny. I've been rewatching the earlier seasons, and like, there's this whole thread of Arya learning to shoot a bow. Uh, that kind of gets dropped after a while, but it's the first thing she does in the show is shoot the sure. uh, past Bran. So it could be Arya. I feel like there's a there's a off chance it's Arya, 
But uh, was there ever the training thing with Sam in the show? I know in the books, John forces them to do the archery practice. Sam shoots a crossbow in the the battle uh, at Castle Black, but I'm not sure he ever actually picks up a longbow or even a short bow like like this one. Um, yeah. Plot twist, it's Brendan Rivers back from the dead with his weirwood arrow. And two good eyes. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> what if what if it's Edmure? Oh fuck, what if it's Edmure? Because he shot the arrow, you know, the Hoster Tully's funeral. Like he's just gonna miss more shots. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's Edmure and he makes it. All right. Yeah. That's the character arc I want. Exactly. As an Edmure stan. Exactly. We know he's gonna be in this season. Um now, I believe there was also Robin Aaron in season six, maybe, who was shooting a bow and arrow and like fucking up entirely. But, and we know he's going to be in this season as well. So, honestly, I feel like there's a deep pool here uh, for this like half second shot of someone grabbing a bow that could just be a random soldier. Um, this means something. It means something. It's important. We need to do a finger analysis. Whose hand looks like this? Um, who's got that, that curvature? There's there's a you know a nice hip right here as well. So moving on anyway. Yeah, moving on. Oh, wow, we're examining hips now. Uh, yeah. And the hips don't lie. They don't lie. This is John charging at the camera um, through smoke and fog. Um, never seen this one before. Uh, I've heard spec. I've uh, seen speculation on this already that maybe this is after the battle went re went really poorly. Like maybe he led a charge, everybody died, and he's running back. <laughs> I like that idea. Run away. Well, I mean, he should, like he should make sure to zigzag. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that's an interesting idea though, because it does look like shit's going down behind him. Uh doesn't look great. Um now what what is this here? This is oh yeah, these are armored men. Um also running. Also running. Uh, I think they were running like after John or like, like, or not after John, but like running behind someone charging out a gate or something in the trailer. Uh, yeah. Uh, this looks like the Winterfell main gate. So maybe the survivors are running back. These guys are running to open the door for them. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, sure. I think that's John in the front. You can see his curly hair right here. He said, making up that entirely. <laughs> That's that's a splotch. That's a dark splotch. I'm just saying that's that's absolutely John. I, I just want to make outrageous like claims that might be right, so that when they're right, I can be like, ha. Ah, okay. So that's ah. Arthur Dane on the right. That's you can Ar tell from the helmet. You can. It does, it does look just like Arthur Dane. Actually, that kind of does look like Targaryen armor. That's weird. It does. That is odd. Um. Okay. Now we've got horses running through snow. Cavalry charge. Neat. Uh, living horses. Okay, this is a fun one here. This is my favorite shot in the trailer. It's so cool looking. It's really unique. Like, um, out out of all these other very kind of you know standard battle shots, like this is so cool. Um, it has color. It's yeah. not just black. Exactly. There's a big blue sky. or orange. Uh, yeah, the two colors, ice and fire. Um, so obviously it's Drogon and Rhaegal, uh, <laughs> standing over. Just a bunch of burned animal bones. Um, they had a big goat feast, big goat roast. Uh, yeah, John and Danny. I guess they're going out to meet the dragons. Do you think they rode the dragons? That's what I think. I think this is far away from Winterfell, and mm. 
you know, maybe they 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 rode the dragons out to have a nice dinner and then they they took a walk and then mm. <laughs> had yeah, a nice I, night on the town. I see some short ribs in there and like some yeah, that's delicious. Well, this looks like from uh, Drogon when he was in the Great Grass Sea on his own. Basically, this is like where he made his nest. Maybe this is their nest. And I I speculated that behind John right there, maybe there's a clutch of dragon eggs. That's that's the speculation of an insane person. It is. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? No, I'm the, just the, the, the dragons can change gender. Um, the way they're stand, they're approaching it, and the way it's being hidden, there could be something in between them right there, and like a clutch of dragon eggs would actually be pretty cool. That that's a really interesting idea. Yeah. The and if like, I mean, it, it feels like John and Danny are like, it it feels like they're intruding on a nest. Basically, well, I was gonna say like like they're they're coming to find out what the dragons are doing. Like, hey guys, uh, where you been? What are you up to? And it would be interesting if the dragons are like fucking off from the battle because they want to protect their eggs that would be kind of an yeah. interesting uh yeah okay all right you know maybe not as insane as i first as first said um yeah it's unusual too that drogon is sharing his space he doesn't usually do that from what i remember he's kind of a a lone dragon as it were even when they were um allowed to all fly free so if yeah. he's hanging out with Rhaegal, then i don't know maybe there's a maybe there's a love connection there like danny and john that's beautiful that's beautiful. And actually, we don't even know their genders. It's that's exactly yeah. We don't. We well, really it's kind of funny. She did name them all after men. Yep. But I think it's even fire and blood where somebody said basically like we don't know what gender they are until an egg pops out. Like yeah. nobody, nobody knows how to inspect the undercarriage. I guess <laughs> because it's not well. Technically, it's not gender. It's like sex, right? And yeah. Also, it's because it's like in Jurassic Park. Yes. I'm not I'm not joking. I'm very oh, sure yeah. George was inspired by Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, 100%. Developing how they he's like, yeah, the dragons just switch between being male and female to reproduce. And like he talks about how the dragons are inspired by like the only like real two-winged giant reptile-esque things, which is what mm. well he says like we have a real things that do this like birds and then dinosaurs i'm like all right well jurassic park i'm just saying i think he means pterodactyls yes but also jurassic park jurassic, jurassic park. park yeah the, the the frog gene thing yeah yeah uh all right so danny and john walk towards their big frogs and uh let's see up next we have sansa looking disappointed wistful uh smoky eyed the the cut here makes it look like she's looking at Danny and John or at the dragons or something. She um, looks concerned. She's got those two concern lines above her eyebrows. She does. She's got some worry. Yeah. Oh, she's going to get, you know, wrinkles if she keeps, I don't know, whatever. Um, she looks like Dark Phoenix here. That's. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she's on the walls of Winterfell again. Yeah. She's I would railing agree. behind her. It almost looks like the beginning of the shot where she looks up and sees the dragons. Like she's squinting um, into the distance. Like what the fuck is that? Um, well, the shot that we saw, there was it was a stone sort of parapet. So I guess unless yeah, this is from the other direction. So I yeah. think this is the interior, uh, like wooden walkway that they use as a set piece over and over again. That could be. That could be. That looks like it. Yeah. All right. Coolio. Um, here we have, I honestly couldn't recognize this at first. Uh, that's Arya uh, making a face. 
as she spins around and fights something. Looks like she's inside Winterfell. Uh, smoky and orange. Um, yeah. Something's on fire. Something's on fire. I don't see... I don't think she has the wound on her head. Or if she does, it doesn't. It hasn't bled as much yet. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. And I, we can't really see it in this photo, but she is hacking down several things. Cutting her way through them. Um, we haven't really seen her in action with multiple... Mm, like yeah. in a battle scenario versus... Yeah, she's a duelist, isn't she? She's she's a one-on-one. Yeah, I wonder if she still gets her flanking bonus. Um <laughs> her her like 5d6, you know, flanking. She's uh, a rogue. She does it battle. from behind. She did, uh, I think I think there's a feat you can take. Yeah. Yeah. She gets a free attack of opportunity every time John hits someone. Um that's what it is. I think I figured anyway. out why there's flames everywhere. Like uh, Viserion bl- uh, breathes blue fire now, but like after it catches something, it wouldn't stay blue, would it? Because the color mm. has to do with temperature. So if he just roasted the parapets of Winterfell, maybe it would turn orange after a little bit. That's and a fair that, idea. That would explain why everyone's panicking up on it. Yeah. Other than or later. Viserion convinces his dragon brethren to turn on the humans. Ah. <laughs> to form the Blue eyes, white ultimate dragon. Exactly, blue eyes, ultimate dragon. No, that's impossible. Um, Danny, looking as though she's just so done. Um, we we all we have all been here. This face, you know, we've all felt that way. Uh, those are the windows, by the way, from the Jamie shot earlier. So, this could be her with Jamie. This could be her just um looking bummed. It's, I I kind of hope this happens right after Bran or Sam tells Danny and John about John's parentage, <laughs> and then Jamie shows up. And she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Really bad timing, dude. But who really better to mentor her in <laughs> incest? Yes, yeah, and talk through those feelings and be that incest therapist than Jamie and be like, "Yeah, be I've great. been there. I like, too. You can't help who you love." I'm picturing like the Captain America style. So you're in detention thing, but like it's Jamie sitting down in a chair backwards. Like, so you've decided to commit incest. Uh, Oh my God. He actually, I can't believe that you're right. He would have great insight into how to carry on an incestuous relationship. God damn it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Now we're about to uh, come up on a shot. That's a first for this trailer. It's the first shot of Tyrion. Hey. Um he's looking worried. He's looking up. Uh he has red hair. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they made it more blonde than it used a to be. Tully? He's a, he's a Tully. He's <laughs> Edmure. Tully. He's Edmure in disguise. He's wearing the hand pin. Secret Tully. What is he standing on? Is this a beach? Like what is this surface? What is it, this? It doesn't look like snow. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like really dirty snow. I was gonna say that's like the snow after the plows have gone through it. Um it really does kind of look like a beach or something, right? A little bit. The moon Kinda. looks like the moon. Oh, because he's on the moon. That makes sense. It's the surface of the moon. I don't know um, why in this picture he looks like an adorable dog, like <laughs> like like some kind of uh, like labradoodle or something like that. Aw, yeah. He's kind of have puppy dog guys. He does. And, and the way the hair is all like weird and curly, kind of like yeah, kind of like some sort of doodle mix. Little doodle, yeah. 
Um, no, he's looking dapper. He's looking fine. This is the only time we see him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's unexpected. Or maybe not unexpected, but at least odd. Maybe it just means his scenes in the season aren't very exciting. Like, we've seen a lot of action shots. I don't expect yeah. Tyrion to have tons of action experience. Yeah, that's But, the... I mean, he, he, he has fought in several battles. It's true. It's tr- yeah, he has. He did uh, work with that shield. That Yeah, and, you know, his axe, and he chops off that dude's leg in Blackwater. It's really funny. Um, the next shot is of a dragon breathing fire at the camera. It looks a lot like the shot in one of the season six trailers, I think it was, of uh dragon breathing fire at the camera it might be different but why waste good cgi yeah yeah um it's interesting though that it's Tyrion looking up and looking worried and then a dragon breathing fire yeah you know um that's kind of an interesting cut connecting Tyrion to like be you know being dragon burned (laughs) uh yeah i mean there's not much to say about the dragon other than that it's cool. It's a, it's a nice point of view. Now, this is where we get into the very end of the trailer. The Unsullied are in formation. The music has ended, except for a single note. Um, the Unsullied are looking fine. They I don't know if you noticed, but they've covered up their bare arms. They used to have, you know, uh, bare arms. They, they clearly got some under armor. It's cold. Um, it is cold. Pod uh, looks to be about 43 years old. <laughs> Um, did he grow a wispy mustache he sure did and he also like he like put on you know about 20 pounds and like you know went bald and i don't know and i mean he looks like pod's older brother how tall is gwendolyn christie she's huge so he's like kneeling he's above her shoulder like i mean yeah he's grown up oh you know what so these guys in armor that we see they're, they're the guys in the armor from the previous shot and it's the knights of the veil because you can see the falcon on the shield oh. um so that's who that's who it was uh and actually if you look at their helmets like their heads stop way below the top of their helmets. so i think they're trying to make brand not look quite as huge by giving them like super tall helmets that's adorable yeah um some guy's going to get like an arrow through the top of his helmet and it'll go. I mean, it's, yeah. his head. What's up there? There's nothing up there. It's like That's a air. chef's hat. <laughs> Look at this fucking dork. It's like a cone head. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, I'm a knight of the veil. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, da, 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 our next shot, Jorah looking concerned. Um, also looking like 60. I don't know how old Ian Glenn is, but he's older than 60. No way, seriously. I'm pretty sure. Holy heck. I'm looking it up because I I mean I believe oh, you. No. Wow, he's 57. Close. 57. Uh yeah. he's not looking good. Um but that he did, HD. Yeah. And he did recover from grayscale. And then of course it ends on this shot of the uh the undead horse legs um coming into view, tap tap, you know, walking into the snow. Prancing. And that's Winterfell in the background. That sure is. Yeah. So definitely with the army at the front. So, you know, the army of the dead is behind. The, you know, oh, yeah. It's it's happening. Um, Yeah. It's very exciting. Is that the first shot of a White Walker or a white in general in this entire trailer? Oh, good. Good point. I think outside of like battle scenes where things are ambiguously being hacked at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Like... <laughs> 
a part of me thinks like this is actually this is a very cool shot but it's also like because it's horse legs they're like just <laughs> i don't know they're so dainty especially yeah. because they're like undead yeah yeah it, it, it yeah you do kind of right. wish they'd had like the night walkers le- uh, not night night walker night king's legs it's like it's a it's reindeer it's santa yeah, yeah it's christmas like, it's like that weird owl song the the night santa went crazy oh I'm see sorry. i was i was thinking of a different song which is uh legs by zz top um <laughs> it's got legs you know, knows how to use them. yeah see, technically I was true thinking grandma got run over by a reindeer but oh no <laughs> in this in this scenario uh ian glenn is the grandma um who gets run over by a reindeer you know, it's actually interesting right here because the White Walkers <laughs> never go in front of their army. They always let them, they're in the middle or let them go in front of them. So if this is a White Walker riding their undead horse, what's going on that they're in front? They don't maybe do it's that. A, maybe it's a scout. Mm, they, yeah. have, they have whites for that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is like a parlay. I think it's going to be an echo of uh, the ending scene from season two where Sam looks up and he sees the White Walker on the horse, like pointing oh, the, the spear one. and going, Aah! you know, like it, it could be that kind of thing. Maybe it's what- cold hands on the elk. Oh, shit. At last. <laughs> yeah. At last. Thank goodness. He somehow survived with his spinny chain thing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Benjamin. That's a separate character. Right. That's cold um, hands. Oh, I'm sorry. My, this, my bad. My this bad. is cold hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that's that's literally the end of it. Oh, wait. No, it's obviously right? Lady Stoneheart. Well, on her undead horse. That's a great point because, uh, you know, I I can I've been handed this card by my production assistant. Thank you, uh, production assistant. Um, that says that the title of the last episode of the series is going to be Lady Stoneheart is in this one. Um, so yes. This is the big finale where Lady Stoneheart rides out uh, with an army of book-only characters and slaughters the show characters. Um, and Strong Bulbas comes out and that's he right. farts. <laughs> okay. Oops, in the direction of the army of the undead. Uh, <laughs> nimble, nimble Dick laughs and tells a dirty joke. That's right. That's right. Sir Heil Hunt is completely average. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, Septon Maribald. Looking forward to it. Um, so there's some notable, there's some notable things that we didn't see in this trailer, right? Um, obviously, we didn't see a lot of Tyrion, but we didn't see Euron except as maybe in the throne room, um, and barely saw the Golden Company at that. We don't uh, see them in any shots in the north. Yeah, true. Melisandre's um, nowhere to be seen. Good point. Completely absent. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, ghost, hashtag uh, where's ghost. Although I saw Kim Renfro, uh, I think in her article, she said she maybe saw him in one of the battle scenes, but I wasn't sure. It looked pretty blurry. Mm, that sounds like wishful thinking, but they have said that ghost will be in this season. So, you know, it, it'll come eventually, right? Um, yeah. A tinfoil theory. Uh, Daenerys is wearing a white fur coat with a lot of red in it. Is that just ghost? skinned as a pelt jesus christ that's truly awful that's horrible (laughs) that was her dress from last season made of ghost no i'm sorry listeners i take it back i i cannot believe this yeah that's that's shocking 
shocking and actionable. Um, there has to be a Yu-Gi-Oh card where I can undo this. Reverse trap, yeah. Nailed it, uh, reverse trap. You activated uh, my trap card, me. <laughs> um, I dispel the magic of that joke. And uh, yeah, Gilly was kind of in the trailer a little bit, but not really. Theon blurry. and Yara. Dion and Yara, those are the big ones, really. It's the Greyjoys. It's Euron, you know? Dion, and Yara. Are they are they in those three tiny ships? Right. Yeah. Are they in like will they be at the battle somehow? Or is there going to be a whole separate plot with like Cersei and the Greyjoys and Theon and, and all that in and the dogs. south? And what? And dogs. Dogs? The 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 whole Ramsey dog Yara oh. Theon. Okay, yeah, right. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely, yeah. They're gonna. Oh, there unleash... will be if the mountains there. There will be a house or like oh, a, a no. game. Yeah. <gasps> wow. What if Theon goes up against the mountain because, like, to overcome the the, the dogs? <clears throat> and then oh, the mountain Jesus. goes to kick him in the balls again, wow. but it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and Theon goes to cut off his head, but it doesn't work. <laughs> uh yeah yeah they're superpowers respectively yeah well i don't know i mean I, this this definitely got me fucking hyped for april 14th um i i mean i kind of uh I, like i'm excited for the season i also kind of just want to like get it over with but not in a bad way like i just want to know like i want to experience it um at this point the hype is starting to awaken uh, I don't know how you guys are feeling about the season. Kind of closing thoughts here. Uh, this trailer made it felt real <laughs> because we had been so long between seasons. Mm. It was like, eh, it's never really going to show up. And yeah. then you see this and it's new footage and they and the date is at the end of it. And somehow it just sort of like made it click in a way it hadn't before. I'm like, oh shit, we're only like a month away from this. And then right. so like two, so it'd be like what, two and a half months until the end of it? Doing one a week? Gosh. And that's it. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's six weeks. It's uh, April 14th to May 19th every Sunday. It's <sighs> insane. Yeah. It, it, yeah. This made it feel real. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like, uh, unlike other trailers that we've had in previous seasons, that this one didn't give us a lot of clues in terms of the plot. Um, mm. that this was a lot of stuff that we already knew kind of was going to be happening because most of it centered around the battle at Winterfell. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was it was nice and it was a whole lot of visuals crammed into one, you know, a minute and 45 seconds, basically. But right. there, there's not a lot to, to theory craft off of it. Not a lot of tinfoil. No. Yeah, certainly. Um, that's a good point. It It, it confirms basically the production stuff that they've already told us. Um, yeah. You Eliana. just wait, I can make up tinfoil about this. Oh, I mean, you have the dragon eggs. Oh thing. yeah. That's a, that's a, coup. I'm just getting started, baby. Yeah. Just warming up. Eliana, do you have any closing thoughts on this trailer? Um, I think there's actually quite a bit to think about. I don't know that it, I mean, obviously it doesn't tell us much that we didn't know to anticipate in the last season, but mm, mm. It, it's, We'll obviously talk about it more throughout the season, but it's so interesting. Like it, Matt was saying, like the end is almost near. Like you're saying, it, it's it's a cultural moment. It's weird to see yeah. it start to see the start of the ending. For sure, for sure, yeah. All the big stuff is finally happening. Yeah. 
Well, um, last question. Do you guys think there's going to be another trailer or anything, or is this it? Um, uh, This is a pretty late one, isn't it? Like, compared to the other seasons? I think it's a little later than usual, yeah. Um, I would, well... Hmm. And we're just over a month know. out. Yeah. I mean, this this obviously like lit the internet fire today. Do they need to do it again? Maybe. What, did they risk giving away too much? Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's the end part... of Game of Thrones. It's like it's not like people aren't going to watch it already. True. Like, what what's the is, is there a big upside to releasing another one? Yeah. yeah. This, of course, wasn't the first trailer. Well, as someone said, like. What they're selling here isn't Game of Thrones. Like, they know people are going to watch it anyway, right? It's Game of Thrones was such a huge success for HBO. And you can see how with the previous teaser trailers, they've been tying and burying the Game of Thrones teasers in with a bunch of their other shows that are coming up soon. Like, this isn't marketing for Game of Thrones. This is like marketing for HBO and please mm. keep watching HBO even after Game of Thrones is done. That is what this is. Sure. Yeah. It's part of that larger campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the prequels. There was a quote today out of the new head of HBO that he was wondering uh, if they can even do two prequels or even one. Like, so it's up in the air. Mm, interesting. That may have just been like, maybe something to light the fire under the butts of the people making the prequel shows that are coming out. But clearly HBO's plans after this season. Sure. I think Eliana's right on with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are some good thoughts. And um, I think it's, it's with those thoughts that we will end our, our evening at the Quill Untankered. Um, uh, as, as always, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to everyone who shared their thoughts online about the trailer today. We cited some of some of our friendos. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, um, Stitcher. I don't have my, my text up, so I'm complete, completely forgetting everything. But you can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter as well, where you should, um, in order to get that sweet HBO shill money, smash the MF and like button. Um, yeah, we will be doing regular coverage like we did last year we haven't really talked about the plan for that yet so uh but you can expect that you will hear our our dulcet tones on this and other podcasts as the show ramps up um because lots of people have lots of hashtag content planned uh so with that being said i have been bookshelf stud aka michael and i have been eliana also known as Glass Table Girl. Is that the other way around? Yeah, I, Michael, I Michael, you mixed it up. What are you I doing? I did it. I did oh, it backwards. My God. Yeah. It's so weird. I and I have been Glass Table Girl, aka Eliana. Wow. I always go the other way. So I'm going to say I'm Matt, also known as Joe Magician. That's what you always say. Is it? I thought yeah. I went the other way. No, that's what you always say. Oh, okay. Literally. literally so I've been uh, Joe Magician, also known as Aegon. Ah, uh, there you go. And I've been Fat Walda, also known as Fat Walda. Perfect. Thank you for listening, everyone. And we will catch you on the zippity zappity.